Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 100 in a story called Forbidden. This is a big episode, and I mean in multiple ways. First of all, it is our 100th episode. It is the first episode of Adventure March, and it's about three and a half hours long. So what we've done is broken it up into two parts. Both of them are out today. We have basically put in a little bit of an intermission. So you have the first section now, and you can listen to the second one right away, or you can take a little break, whatever works for you. You won't have to listen to an intro again, because I'll only be here at the beginning of this episode. This is a big one for us. I wanted to tell one complete story, and I wanted it to be a moment. We are so excited to be hitting 100, and we just cannot thank you enough for being part of it with us. Again, it's also the beginning of Adventure March, and if you haven't been checking out the Facebook and the Twitter, and you haven't seen the calendar yet, I highly recommend it. This Thursday, March 8th, we are going to be doing a live show on twitch.tv slash adventure incorporated. That live show is going to be a tavern night where the players are going to do a little bit of a out of continuity discussion with each other sitting down in a tavern. So we think it's going to be a ton of fun. We're inviting you to come on out. And one of the things we're going to do is give away some absolutely gorgeous dice bags with our brand new logo. If you haven't seen the logo, head over to the Twitter or the Facebook, check it out on the feed. We're very happy with it. It looks super cool. Um, it, it's a logo for both the show and Adventure Incorporated, and I think it's fantastic. So make sure you check that out. There's all kinds of other amazing things happening during Adventure March, including giveaways on our Facebook and our Twitter, another live stream for a Q&A later in the month, we're going to give away uh, a couple of dice bags to the best fan art that we get. So make sure you go and check out the Twitter and the Facebook. There are links in the show notes. There are links on the website, adventureinc.podbean.com. And you can find out exactly what's going on with Adventure March and how you can get involved. We want Adventure March to be a thank you to all of you for being part of this show f- with us for the first hundred episodes. This show has become so important to each and every one of us, and we hope that you get something out of it too, that it it brings uh, some joy and some excitement and some interest to you as well. We're so happy that you have joined us for these first hundred episodes, and we can't wait to bring you another hundred more. There's a lot of show to get to, and I don't want to take up any more time, but we, we love you all. You are the greatest for being a part of this journey with us. And we cannot thank you enough. Let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. You will be known as the Kawatl. You, my child, have a special task. The Kawatl does not speak, but... It can still can still convey its its thoughts and its feelings. It asks this glowing creature, the one who has created it, it asks what its special task is. He smiles and he says, Kuatl, brave, fair, 
and true. This world, it is not good enough for you. There is darkness here. Even though we have fought so hard to contain it, it still exists. There will come a time when I cannot walk this land. But there will come a time beyond that where I will need to. You, fair Kawatl, it is your job to bring me back. It is your job to find me beyond the stars, to locate me and guide me here so I may come again. I would really like to take that piece of divination magic and go to the Forbidden Dawn and free those people that are trapped in the fucking mines. I support that decision. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Real quick before we leave, Keth looks around for... Do not like, cut off some of Grimlock Iron Shaper's skin. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> Genuvera, the sorcerer. Genevera puffs. Like... <sighs> right, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Jibedo, the rogue. Uh, is gonna kill the skeleton. Okay. Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Jibedo's gonna rub his luck charm. <laughs> <laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. With this shield, I will lay down my life for all of you. Except Ash. <laughs> <laughs> um, Asher, the druid barbarian. Does any does anybody look familiar to Keth? No one in this court looks familiar to Keth. We've forgotten our faces, guys. But even <laughs> <laughs> prepare yourselves for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Let's get started. Yay. You guys have been traveling uh, north from Mughamara for the last couple of days. Evan pulling you along in the cart. Uh, he takes you as far as the edge of Paraneth uh, and tells you that he has to let you off here. Uh, the war that's raging across Paraneth is too serious and he has to stop on the edge of um, lizard folk lands before he can. Be he just can't brave the... Uh, or he can't risk the cart and the horses through that property. So he Sorry. lets you off and you go on foot. Um, you've been traveling on foot for about a day on your way north toward the Forbidden Dawn. What uh, is there anything you guys are want to do on your way as keep you travel? Keep walking. Keep, Get keep there. Always keep Don't walking. let anyone die and distract us from this one thing that we can achieve. <laughs> you sound so yeah. nerdy right now. <laughs> yeah. We were going to the forbidden dive. I'd like to check my inhaler and uh, make sure Onward I'm troops prepared. Proceed forward <laughs> in a solid marching Yo. order. Yo. <laughs> What? So, what? What is our plan when we get there? We use well, this pure form of divination to 
replace the energy that they're sucking from their prisoners and free them all. Are we going to yeah, give it to we just all- free them into war torn Paraneth? Yeah, we'll just set them free. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, are we just going <laughs> to. Just figure, you it's know, that- we can. You ever see that that uh, video of the guy freeing the goat from the fence and then he lets him go and the goat rolls down the hill? <laughs> no. That's what we're doing. <laughs> hey, Asher, what's a video? <laughs> <laughs> I assume it was out the of druids character. Use. No, me too, me too. Just, <laughs> similar to an inhaler, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so uh, our, no, I just um I just assumed that we would kind of go in there and Show him the divination magic, find the answer for him, and then free all the people. Right. Uh, my plan is to go said. to that sacred grove as well to talk to plants because uh, I have that spell, and we can find more about the um, coatl yeah. was the thing that they were talking about, um, and we can f- f- just learn more about that. Okay, okay. but we um, all understand that priority is freeing. Priority is that. Great. Yes. Priority is save everyone. Cool. So we're, we're not yeah. giving it to them. If they... No. Right. If they don't. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. Okay. So if they don't, like, find their answer in a reasonable amount of time, are we going to stay there until what? they do? Like, if they don't find the coaddle in, in, while we're there, you know what I mean? I just assume it's a matter of just, like, rubbing this thing and saying, presto, changeo, show me where the coaddle's at. I hope so. And then it'll I hope happen. So. Oh, I thought that we were just going to, like, shoot some divination energy into, like, their machine. Rather than like, pew. Yeah. I'm glad we're having this conversation because it seems like we all think different things. Well, I'm not sure any of us really knows how it's going to work, but we know that a pure form of divination will be better than the souls of our of people. My friends. (laughs) So then the next question is, should we like once they're freed do we work to get them back to civilization through the war zone or do we just go by um, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing that I didn't think of until this moment well 10 miles into the journey we're doing pretty I guess. Well. okay yeah yeah I, I I feel pretty safe out here I mean what if we just play it by ear and see what happens? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. As you, like as you say that, as you say that, a band, <laughs> I'm hit by an arrow. A band, you, you hear a, a sudden, a snap and like a squeal to the uh, right up on the top of a hill where you see that six lizard folk scouts have noticed your party. Don't worry, guys. I got this. Yeah. Uh, Gibetto looks up at them and nods and keeps walking. <laughs> they draw their weapons and charge forward. <laughs> oh, no! great. It's better than right. running away and warning people. I thought we people. had an understanding. Is there a leader? Uh, yeah, it looks like there's probably one that's uh, maybe bigger than the others. I cast Charm Persid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go to prepare your spell. Um, you know, everyone draws their weapons and begins to. Uh, square off against these lizard folk uh, preparing to to drive the, the combat against them. Gibetto, you're standing in Adonan's uh, shop, his alchemy lab, with him. This is a few days before you head out, uh, just after you've gotten back from the ley line of necromancy. Yeah, of course. Flashback, flashback, it's a flashback. Um, so you, you enter into Adonans and he says, 
Oh, Geppetto, you're back. Wonderful. Yeah, hey, um, I mean, we don't have a ton of time. I just uh, thought I'd swing by and pick out some gear and kind of be on the road again. Oh, well, I'm very glad you came by. Yes, please help yourself, as always. How, uh, how are uh, the, how's your adventure going? Is it everything going well? Gosh, you know, it's been really crazy. Um, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. And it just seems like the world keeps getting shittier and shittier. Um, but I suppose that's uh, that's kind of what happens when you start to expose yourself to the stuff, right? Maybe? In some ways. I've spent most of my time, you know, focusing deep on the alchemy. I haven't really had the chance to observe the outside world like you have. I've traveled from here to there, but but my focus has always been very narrow. Yeah, hey, um, is everything going all right for you here in Mokamara? I know, you know, we had the uh, the crazy thing, um, but outside of that, is everything good? This I feel like we don't talk, is what I'm trying to say. I feel like uh, I feel <laughs> like lately we've been really transactional, and I'm sorry about that. It's okay. This is an odd place. Uh, a few months ago, quite a while now, uh, Iron Shaper, our, my friend died sure just over there but now yeah. there's another iron shaper and uh this is a weird thing for me to deal with yeah i bet um actually one of my friends recently died too um uh it was it was pretty heavy uh i mean we went and got him back from the like from the underworld but uh it fact remains that he died and he seems like he's carrying it with him still i can't imagine how difficult that is i mean this iron shaper he never even knew the one that died but even he is carrying that the weight of that as he interacts with you i mean he's trying to live up to these things that he crafted that he created that he never actually made he's we've been talking back and forth i think we're going to try and work on maybe a joint project of sorts that that sounds great i mean you guys work together to make uh to make clug's body and that was amazing uh, is there any uh, is there anything that you think would be helpful uh for you to for us to work on something to, that we could make that would benefit you guys um i mean i guess some sort of uh some sort of way to destroy a, a lich's phylactery would be amazing, uh, but I feel like that's getting getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, he's like messing around with some like <clears throat> like books and stuff as he's doing this. He's making notes and flipping pages and <clears throat> weighing out ingredients and things. So like this is all sort of just typical stuff that he does, but he sort of looks up for a minute and he says, I think with our ability to blend alchemy and magic items, I think we might be able to do something like the artifacts of old, something, something uniquely powerful, something uniquely purposed. That oh, sure, like a like a battle cart that that rolls over anything and shoots magic uh, out of the front of it uh, from long distances and 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 
and inside of it we would be totally protected from everything and <laughs> are you are you, are you trying to turn this into like a post-apocalyptic reality where where tanks existed in the yeah, past yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, it could be pedal powered or steam powered maybe uh Maybe you could maybe you could use uh, fire to, to, to power uh, a mechanical uh, engine. I, 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 I guess what I really meant to say is that uh, <laughs> perhaps we could create an artifact that would have a singular purpose and a singular use. Uh, there is um, uh, very powerful artifacts that no longer have any use because uh, whatever you know they were designed to uh, imprison a king, let's say, and once they did that thing. They had no use for anyone else. Genevera keeps talking about um, trapping a dragon in its human form. Interesting. Is that is that a magic item? Perhaps. Could, could that be? Perhaps. I, uh, I certainly don't see why it couldn't be. That is a very interesting thought. I, I'll think on that. Please, uh, help yourself to to your loadout. Yeah, uh, Gebetto's going to grab a spirit charm. Ooh. Uh, another phoenix potion. And the luck charm. Okay. Um... Yeah, you, you make up your alchemy components, and on your way out the door, he says, Oh, of course, there, there is one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, what's up? I think I've located one of the other Manuel de Alchems. If you recall, there are four copies of the book, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had maybe talked yeah, about trying to make sure Gorm did not get his hands on them uh, by seeking them out. Oh, yeah. I, you're right. Uh, sorry? You've, you've I... been busy. You've been busy, I understand. Uh, but if you find yourself in the area of the city of Verena, uh, it seems that there is a small... A couple of, uh, practitioners of the alchemic arts who are doing things well beyond their purview, and in a very short period of time, which would lead me to believe that they are using the Manuel de Alchem. Interesting. Um... Do they have a do they have a name for their organization? They are um I, they are two half elven uh, lesser members of the Cardoza family. Uh, as soon as that name is uh, spoken, Gibetto's face turns a little sour. Um, but he kind of bites his tongue before kind of going off on it. Um, Interesting. Um, it would do me great pleasure uh, to investigate that mm. as soon as we can. Yes, as I said, uh, half elven. Their mothers were, um, or their their mother was an uh, some sort of elven mystic that uh, taught them these ways. From my understanding, uh, Etrel and Surel are their names, a brother and sister, and they run a, a small alchemy shop in the heart of town. Okay. Um, yeah, we can. Uh, I'll you know I'll bring it up to the to the team. Very well. In your travels, again, I know that what you're doing is very pressing, and I do not want to pull you away per se. But it may be important to keep the Manuel de Alchem away from Gorm. Oh, for sure. 
you and yeah so Jibato gathers the rest of the stuff uh he wants to give Asher the Phoenix potion okay uh, because if that fucker dies that's it sure um, Asher I assume you <laughs> chug it down when you get it oh yeah so Jibato you you draw my swishy out of the last of the lizard folk uh, as they slump to the ground um, the the small uh, band uh, uh, dealt with and you guys move on uh, further deeper into uh, the lands now this scouting party was small and it seemed like one that was probably on the outskirts uh, but it isn't long before you see that uh, this land has changed since the last time you were here it's more uh, if it even could have been more barren it is uh, and some of the villages and towns that dotted the landscape that you could see in the distance are just smoldering husks of what they once were. You uh, continue to travel uh, farther in and um, you come across another small band of lizard folk and gnolls and they carry with them an ogre in chains. They're a little far away but you, they are definitely between you and the path onward. Have they spotted us? No. But you're kind of in the open, so you'd have to decide if you wanted to try to hide, you'd have to try to figure out a way to do that. Um, you're not really near any sort of forest or anything like that, but if you guys wanted to backtrack or, or move around the group in some capacity, you'd have to uh, figure out uh, a good have a, have a plan for that how many are there um, there's probably 15 lizard folk and gnolls and the ogre in chains free shrek yeah we we could we could do it um if we and Gibetto, uh pulls out the immovable rods to try to set a tripwire um Calling back to the the first time we ever fought people. Oh wow! Um, so he's gonna try to set up a tripwire across the the trail as they're like starting to head over. Do you guys think this is a good idea or what? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. If we can target the yeah. people who are like holding this ogre, maybe he'll fight with us. I I don't know. Maybe. So are, are you guys we'll going to like him. break to either side of the road and try to like yeah. hide? Surround yeah. them, yeah, if we can. Okay, so you guys set up this tripwire with the immovable rods. You break to either side of the road and you lie in wait. Gillick, you are writing in your journal in the tower at Adventure Incorporated. Uh, you is it raining are... out? Is it, is it dark? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> it's a dark the night. The Smiths are playing in the background. <laughs> 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 but as you write um it's thanks mike (laughs) uh as you write it's coming out of you in these strange runes not a language you know or can or even write or have ever seen before just these strange runes pouring out onto the page and you know like what you're trying to say but you don't really know if what you're writing is what's what you're saying but you it's almost like you have no control out of it It, it's just pouring out of you onto the page um my hand's kind of moving on its own you know kind of like ah what's happening right but you're and you feel this like pressure in your mind yeah 
it's cold uh like not like a hot like like inflamed emotion pressure it's like this cooling numbing constant pressure as you just pour out everything is so clear why can't i understand what i'm writing right you could physically stop your hand if you wanted to you could pull it away from the page but you just are compelled right right um you have this like sudden click of clarity uh as you stop writing and the words don't really do anything i (laughs) understand um but you've you're you're like staring into them and now they seem to be like the runes on the page are almost glowing they're they're moving slightly uh sort of doing that 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 rotation that wiggle that you had before and you feel the magic sort of flare in your arms and your hands uh, and then you hear this shriek as like a creature of shadow pulls itself up out of the ground a little ways and it snaps you too uh you you like just refocus yourself and all of those feelings fade and the creature just sort of limply falls over half summoned oh was sorry i poke at it a little bit yeah it's it's sort of slowly dissipating into just like a shadowy mist huh I look at the runes summoning they they seem yeah at this point they seem benign um hmm so is there anything remaining of the shadow creature or is it gone it's still, there's still a little bit left, but it's slowly dissipating. Um, is there any, like, um, glass jars in the room? Yeah. 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 I go, you, I go, so actually, you have, like, a glass jar in front of you, you that you've been, like, maybe drinking out of. You brought it from the, uh, it's probably, like, wine or something like that, mead or something. And you just slug it and scoop it up. Cool. Pop the cork in. Yep. Um, as the last of it in the room dissipates, there's a sudden knock at the door. Boom, boom, boom. I think I read this in a book once. Who is it? Uh, Sir, I have a message for you from Clyde. Yes, but who are you? Oh, I'm Patrick. It's the guy. (laughs) Who gave us Patrick. What? Are you the... you are familiar that there's a runner at Adventure Incorporated who sort of delivers messages and gathers things for people. That it's a young, a younger boy from the village named Patrick. Ah, yes, the the redheaded fellow. Yes, come in. Uh, he opens the door and sort of timidly steps forward and hands you a small envelope. Patrick, thank you so much. Uh, get it. You're you're welcome, Mister Gillick. I, I'm going to leave now. Can I can I get you anything? I have um. Wine. No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think I'm okay. Sure. Uh, Here, yeah. take a take a gold piece for your trouble. Go get something nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. I'm still holding the the shadow monster. Is it like freaking out? Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's still in your hand. <laughs> um, Excellent. He. I'll, I'll remember you, Patrick. Thank you. No, you don't have to do that, sir. That's okay. <laughs> Sounds like a threat holding this shadow monster. <laughs> I'll remember you. I, 
He just turns and leaves. <laughs> Open the letter. Yeah, it's a small note from Clyde that says that the uh, abbot of the Divine Court, one of the high abbots from the Central Cathedral, um, Abbot Ponwich, has sent word that he is traveling to Adventure Incorporated and he would like to speak with you. And he will stay until... He knows that travel is difficult, but he will stay until you're available. Oh, um... Hmm... And I've, I've heard of this person before. Yeah, Abbot Ponwich is pretty high up um, okay. in in the the church. Um, you know, one of the elders of the of the church system. So okay. uh, basically, he's announced himself to be polite uh, and to give you an opportunity to uh, uh, gather any questions you might have for him or anything like that. But he has questions of his own. Okay, um, so he's like, I've never met this person, but I know of them. Correct. Okay. Wow, this is quite an honor. I should probably set up a room or something. Wait, did, did Clyde say in the letter he was going to set up a room? Yeah, um, the the Divine Court has a few uh, rooms already set aside in the tower that are oh, okay, specifically good. like uh, many of the factions in Numerita do, where they can come and stay when they are dealing with Adventure Incorporated. Although I do love the idea of him setting up a conference room and opening up <laughs> <Yes>. like <laughs> ye oldie adventure Microsoft outlook to like find an available room. They're all booked by Gebetto and Asher. It just says pranks as the subject line. <laughs> the best prank is that none of the conference rooms are available. Right. <laughs> so you guys are, are uh, battling back these 16 lizard folk and Noel, you've you've killed a few uh, the ogre has ripped his chains free and he's killed a couple but he doesn't seem more friendly towards you necessarily uh, just maybe antagonistic to everything um, and you're battling hard against them um, Asher you take like a deep blow uh, to the side Genevera they've actually just like overrun uh, everyone, so you're in close combat as well, uh, trying to throw vampiric touches and, and small uh, close range spells that don't kill everyone. Um, <laughs> and uh, no such thing. <laughs> uh, Kath, you're loving it. This is just right up your alley. Big smile on my face. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and Gibetto, you uh, you're finding it difficult. There's nowhere to hide here. It's just another goddamn fight where there's nowhere to hide. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that feels not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you guys want to do about the ogre? Uh, Liberate um, it. Oh, so it is free. It's Charm it. it is. It's free. It's free, and it's killing us. Charm it. <laughs> Or they said harm a monster. Is it a humanoid? Mm, I don't think no. so. Then no. no. They're large giants. I only know because I just had to Tell it jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so you, yeah, you uh you prepare your next spell um to to fling at the uh the ogre. Uh, and Asher you're meeting with Iron mm -hmm. Shaper. Yes. It, in his, uh, the, the room set up for him at Adventure Incorporated itself. 
<clears throat> you guys did not set him up in his old uh, forge where you, know, you just swap out one iron shaper for another. You actually keep him inside the grounds now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels feels bad to do that. Yeah, <laughs> we like, learned like a little curse, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but um, he's uh, you know, as you come, he greets you and says, "Ah, yes, uh, I'm uh, Asher. I'm glad to see you're alive." Yeah, well, I wasn't for a bit, but now I am. I heard that, in fact, that you were not alive. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I talked about it a lot. Anyways, (laughs) I have have something interesting to show you, because something unusual happened in uh, the ley line of necromancy. And I pull out my sword and show him that now Doonsong is a little bit more ethereal than normal. Sure, you like hold it out and show it to him, and he just stares at it for a few minutes. Like, longer than you really feel comfortable holding it, but you're just still sort of, like, <laughs> holding it, like, looking at him, like, waiting for a response. But he's just if staring at I had a watch, I'd be checking it. Yeah. <laughs> you check your sundial. Um, yeah. <laughs> you peer out the window. Um, I don't know what happened. Uh, I mean, I know what happened, but I don't know what happened to this. And it, it, it doesn't work the same way. And the the two orbs are still sort of like floating around it. The two that you sort of picked up as it as it enhanced. And he says, "This is the Earthen Call." What? This is the weapon I saw. You saw this ghostly weapon with two floating bluish orbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you guys first came to me, you had your weapons, right? And I told you that I had been dreaming about weapons yeah. like these. This. This is the one I was dreaming of. Hmm. Hmm. So this was meant to happen. I... All I know is that this weapon, this is how I remember seeing it in my dreams. This is the weapon that I knew as the Earthen Call. Has has anyone else's weapon changed as well? No, just mine. Just mine, uh, as far as I can recall. No one else has changed. <laughs> They've all. Uh, me and Jennifer's weapon has enhanced. Uh, uh, that's what I mean. In that's what I mean. Pattern with which seems normal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh yes, then yes. Uh, <sighs> okay, N- I mean none of them are ghost weapons now. Like th- that's what I was. None more of them here are for. as changed as mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I feel that. like someone's really offended about my choice of words, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, I I understand because the... you used words. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's the pattern. I've talked. Um, I understand but, that, but this ghost weapon, I it's it's perplexed me for a long time because I don't know how you craft a ghost weapon, but now this makes sense. It looks turns out you die. Because when you when you had this weapon in the necromancy realm, were you able to wield it? Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was solid. Yeah. And it was not. It was solid. And you were not. It was not ghostly. I was ghostly. I suspect whatever the Death Lord did to send you back altered the state of everything you were carrying. Right, because I was. I didn't want to bring it up, but I have all my stuff. And I don't know how that works, but you know what? Just gonna count my blessings. But you had all your stuff there, too, right? Right, And it yeah. was spectral. But yeah, it was like I had ghost potions. And mm, yeah, 
that make then then what makes sense to me is that when you passed beyond that barrier all of those things became physical and the only physical thing you were carrying became spectral became ethereal mm. yeah okay well and i point at my shields it's too bad this didn't get an enhancement cuz it's uh, a little haggard and i it's like just a little uh, small buckler that's just wooden uh, and it's like seen better days well we could probably fix that I could make you something real nice I got some great iron I just got in from Paranath on I, the western mm, front sorry uh, the whole religious thing oh that's can't, right can't wield iron can't wield metal hmm. druids mm, the worst I know mm, praise Tezcatlipoca you know there's a crystal mine east of here I might what? be able to get some of the crystal out and craft you a crystal shield. Ooh, crystal is a type of rock. I'm into it. I've never done that before. That would be an interesting challenge. I feel like... If anyone can do it, you can. I Sometimes I feel like... You know, I've made magic items before. I've made a lot of them. Uh, but I look at the weapons that you guys are carrying mm -hmm. and... It just, it blows me away that I was able to make something like that. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm skilled enough to do that. And it, it's mm. its crazy to me that the other Iron Shaper was. Well, you know, the people who are most competent don't think they are. So, you should believe in yourself. I don't know that that's shaper. what that is. Well, we'll see. I'll see what I can do uh, about the Crystal Shield. Okay. And uh, I'll make sure you look at Genevera's weapon, too. That's the only one that's changed. Okay. Asher, can I ask you a personal question? Uh, yeah. What's your purpose in all this? That's a good question. You passed the butter. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what is my purpose? Um... <laughs> I didn't have a purpose before, and I didn't have a place to go before, and now I have a place and a a, a, a greater calling, I guess, and uh, to the point that someone wanted me dead for just who I was. So, I mean, I, I guess the short answer is I don't know, but I feel like I'm doing something good. I hope we're all doing something good. Yeah. The ogre slams down the last of the uh, lizard folk that was trying to pull on his chain a little bit. Uh, and it's just you guys and this ogre. The spells you've been throwing at him, not successful, uh, unfortunately. And he is uh, pissed off about it, slamming his hands down into the ground. Um, he comes charging forward, the chain swinging across the ground. Uh a couple of you dodge out of the way um i think probably i would like to do a thing sure um when he's charging at me i'd like to use a cantrip mold earth to dig a quick hole and then as he gets close to me duck out of the way as like to try and trip him to fall okay sure um and actually so so yeah you mold earth you you uh like under his feet is that what you're trying to do 
like right in front of him, like while he's running at us, like make a little pothole for him to like trip in. Okay. Yeah. So you, what ends up happening is you do make your little pothole. He like steps in it and then trips over the trip line as well with the other foot as he like stumbles. So both. Oh, like, I thought. You've, okay. You've yeah. double teamed on the trip line and just brought Hell. him to the ground. Um, and you begin to pummel into him. Who, or I guess what, or whatever, is your team's plan? Genevera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, I just thought you were going to ask me who the magic man was, since that was I mean, the I point can't, of this. Well, the point but like, is for I, me is for us to practice, right? It's for you and me to practice. Yeah. You oh, asking you were questions, starting already. I'm asking questions. Yeah, yeah. So what? Oh. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I was let me let me get my you best just really magic man. Right into it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me get my best magic. It's always man better on here. to start in the middle of a scene. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I what, just wasn't uh, ready. I like I literally just sat down. I, I know, I I'm sorry. I, I know. I'm not very good. I don't know. I'm, this makes me very nervous talking no, about the magic man, and I don't know why. Listen, no, because it <laughs> because it does. It makes me very nervous, too. Like, I even just thinking about it is, is I don't know, hard. Okay. All right. Uh, you said, so he's like, he's like tall and spindly, I guess, and like, he has a weird. So let me try. Let me try to. Let me try to do a magic man voice for you oh. and see. <laughs> All right. Um. Um. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. <coughs> so, Genuvera, <laughs> are you? <laughs> what is your team's plan or whatever? Okay, you could just ask me as you. <laughs> All right, we'll go back. <laughs> I love that. I want more of that. Um, uh, our plan is to, um, our plan is to, is to, uh, uh, save the world. Okay, good, good. I think that's, that'd probably satisfy him, right? That's pretty vague. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's our plan. That's like the general. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, what, uh, what, what is the name of Gorm's master? Do I, I already answered that question. I gave you a list of the questions that that I asked no, no, he him last time. He asked. He didn't. Ask, you didn't tell him what his name was, right? Um. <laughs> I I think I I think the magic man was fishing for something. You know, like he was there was something specific or that he was trying to get to or whatever, and. I think you skirted around oh, it enough. I did. I said Gorm's. I used the phrase Gorm's master. You're right. Right. Wow. Right. You read the dossier better than I remembered it. Good job, Clyde. <laughs> you did good prep work for this. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm telling you, it makes. Me, I don't know what it is about this, but it makes me really nervous. I've. I've like just you're been, really sweaty, right? Like you oh, get really God. sweaty and your hands like, start shaking. I just shaking. feel hot. Like, like yeah. Ugh, ugh. Right. Yeah. Me too. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So that's the question. What is the name of Gorm's master? So I think I have to answer that one. Right. I don't know. What's another way around that? Because I. Right. Gorm's ma. Um. Well. Okay. Uh. Well, who, who created the dragons? The Fae. 
No, Herix no. created the dragons. They're his angels. Herix created. Oh, the. Oh, right. Okay. So I mean, yeah. There's really no. There's no other. So if that's the if that's the case, and he didn't ask you that question, that's probably not what he's going after. Well, that was the well, last so cool, question. Though. And I, like, tricked him with the answer, and he got bad about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's keep practicing. Let's keep practicing. <clears throat> okay. Wait, is okay. that Clug? No, no, is no. Is Clug in the room? No, Clug. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I want to practice. <laughs> Clug's, Clug's practicing something else, I'm sure. Um... <clears throat> You know, like beating people up or something. So um, just, it sounded an awful lot like Clug was in the room. That's well, all. okay. I only have a very narrow range of voice <laughs> that I can produce. Okay, <laughs> just have one one little old me. Um, just let me have my date, Gibetto. Go away. Magic man, Clyde. <laughs> uh, so, that's not Gibetto talking. You would know because I have a character <laughs> voice for that. Um, Genevera, what do you think about me? About us. I hate you, and I hope that I honestly just want you to go away to another dimension and never try to kill anyone or test me with your stupid riddle questions again. <laughs> I got that one Cl- right. Clyde looks real sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't. That wasn't. I meant. Uh. I didn't mean as the magic man. Oh, God. Uh, Jennifer doesn't speak. <laughs> I. Not. I don't hate you. I don't want you to go to another dimension. You were a super dick in another dimension. I prefer this dimension, you. I, I, I'm sorry. He just stands up and he walks toward the door. Um, and he goes. He just like opens it and starts to walk out. Wait! Don't no. He stops. I I didn't I. I didn't I don't. I mean, you know, I, I don't hate you. That's. I feel like that's like literally the most obvious thing, in this universe. He hangs his head. He says, I'm like, really sorry or whatever. I, I can't, I can't do this. And he just storms away. And you are. <laughs> Can we go back and re-record the first 20 minutes when Jennifer and everyone are fighting? Because she's not. She's sitting at a quarter thinking <laughs> <laughs> you've had time you've had time you've had a, a several days there on the will road never be enough time <laughs> for me to process that <laughs> maybe that's why your spells weren't working yeah sure is <laughs> yeah especially because ogres are so fucking stupid there's you've, no way <laughs> you've been half-heartedly casting all of your spells <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, you <laughs> you guys fight. Uh, the ogre The ogre is bearing down uh, on you guys. He's uh, been on his knees. You've been bashing away at him. He looks like he's barely struggling uh, to hold on to life. 
Um, and uh, Kef, you sort of like run up and just fucking punch him in the face, uh, like right in the temple, and it just knocks him flat on the ground, uh, dead. But I didn't want to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Unconscious. That's a classic Kef move. Let's be real. Was that? Was yeah, I just, no, you're was right. It... Just dead. Just dead. Uh, I, I was just overzealous that I like connected really well, and I didn't mean to do it that hard. Was that? All right, that's uh, fair. You um, take some of its skin. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, you stand over it. You're like slicing away at the skin. I'm, I'm not happy about it, though. <laughs> uh, the young half-orc you've been training in town comes up to you and the grounds of Adventure Incorporated, and he says, Master Keth, you're back. Oh, hey, Mark. Uh, how, how have things been going here? It's been hard. There's been a lot happening. Should we sit and, and meditate uh yeah yeah sure uh but i i definitely need you to fill me in after no no i i can we can we can discuss it during i just i want to make sure that we have the focus that you've been teaching me i've i fear my mindfulness is not as as good as you've been trying to get me to be sure let's uh let's go to a spot that uh you usually go to um, he takes, so he leads you to, uh, a part down in Monkhamara itself, uh, outside of the compound, uh, on the edge of town, um, where there's like this, uh, a fire pit that's been built up, uh, and a, a bunch of like straw has been put out into various little piles. Um, and he kneels in one of them. He says, this is where I've brought the others, uh, you know, the rest of our, our little group to, to try and teach them the same things you've been teaching me. Excellent. I'm glad you've been continuing the work. I'm not as I'm not very good at it yet. Uh, I don't know if they're learning anything, but I've just been passing it along. I think any little bit is going to help these folks. Uh, before you, before us, they had no formal training. So anything that we can do will help them in the future. I've asked them to come by in a little later, and maybe you can give them another lesson, because I do think it's helping. And these people are, they're farmers, they're, they're miners, they're people who just work in shops, but you're teaching them how to defend us, defend this place. It's important. Uh, there's a lot of good that can be done here, and they can help, they can be a part of that. Me and the small crew who've been doing well, we faced off a bunch of, against a bunch of bandits who attacked a few weeks ago. We managed to repel them before they even got close to the compound, but they weren't, you know, they, they were well within, don't worry, they were well within our capability. We weren't, we weren't putting ourselves too far out there. Well, hey, you, you've been tested. That's the only way to, you know, to, to see if what we're doing here is working. So congratulations. That's, that's great. You, you passed. Um, has there been any, any bigger troubles, any stirrings, any uh, creatures or elementals uh, coming to town? There were some elementals before, but some of the crews from Adventure Incorporated took care of them. 
I have heard some of the guards whispering about undead to the south. Okay. Well, then we better continue the work here. When are you going to be done, Mr. Kath? Uh, Master uh, Kath? <laughs> That's, fi- Master. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, the, uh, I don't know. I, I wish I did know. And I wish that I could say that we're going to we're going to be successful. But all we're, I'm concentrating on is the next tastic at hand. And in between that, as much time as I can devote, I'm going to try and help you guys and try and help uh, Mugamara try and build up our defenses. So what happened before <coughs> doesn't happen again. Can't happen again. Where did you meet the others? The, the, the five others? of you, you've, you've been together for so, it seems like, for so long. Where did you meet the others? <laughs> uh, we, uh, we met each other slowly. Uh, I had been a wandering uh, bounty hunter. Um, and the first person that I met on, on my travels was Gibetto. Uh, he actually tried to steal my coin purse from me. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I caught the little thief, and <laughs> he's he's such a charmer. We just ended up talking and having a drink, and uh, we just started wandering together. <laughs> Is that canon? <laughs> <laughs> ah, just it guy likes now. to make up canon. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Then what happened? <laughs> wow. Yes, and I still ended up with his coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that seems like a weird way to meet someone if they're like you know, your enemy. <laughs> um, you know, the more the more uh, experiences I have, uh, the more I'm learning that things are not as black and white as that. Um, I really wish they were because it would make things so much simpler. But, you know, taking a step back from the initial labeling of somebody as good, bad, enemy, friend, like that that can give you perspective and allow you to make a more informed decision and maybe the the a better how could you ever really trust someone how could you ever really trust someone that betrayed you like that Gibetto has a past and he was just trying to get by, I assume. I never, I never, uh, never quite resolved that, and I was a few uh, gold pieces shorter after that day. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we are none of us perfect, and that's okay. We shouldn't be. So, the fact that Gibetto has a side to him that you know might not always be in line with the good <laughs> that is okay because it's the majority it's the sum of our actions and behavior that 
really is how I judge people on. And for him, overall, I trust him. And especially in everything that we've been doing recently, he's proven himself time and time again. I guess I still have a lot to learn. <laughs> That's okay. You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. You guys are running across the plains. Uh, you know, you've you've gotten away from uh, the various lizard folk and gnolls. A few more patrols have come by, but you've managed to avoid them. A rather large group with uh, a massive catapult are making their way behind you, and you've managed to really move quickly uh, to try and avoid them, uh, just barely sort of uh, keeping yourselves from crossing their path. Uh, when you cross over a small hill and see the entrance to the cavern that leads to the Forbidden Dawn. We go in. Fuck, yeah. that's, that's going to be a rough road for them if, if all those people head out of here. Yeah, hey, um... Lady J, do you feel like uh, dropping a couple of fireballs on that thing? Oh, sure. I'd turn around and cast a couple of fireballs on that thing. Yeah, you know, you're really just Sadly shaking to the weekly. core. And the spell's <laughs> just sort of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Sparks. No, yeah. yeah, you throw a couple of... On your way through the cavern as you're about to enter uh, to your little hidden alcove, uh, you throw off a couple of fireballs that... Uh, they got a pretty decent range, uh, and at the very least, you'll you'll pick off some people, if not the uh, the big old catapult on the other side of the hill, um, and you guys head inside. Uh, it isn't long before you meet up with uh, Clyde's parents. Uh, Bryce, Genevera freezes and doesn't speak <laughs> ever. Oh, Pr Price is the one who speaks. Meredith is standing nearby. He's, Price says, ah, the many pennies. You've returned. You've returned. I knew you'd be back to help us with our important task. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> about that. So, it's killing me to know that you guys have enlisted help uh, from those that did not choose to be enlisted. Right, so, we discussed this last time. I'm yep. I'm aware of your position, and and we uh, we brought something that should help. Okay, it's concentrated divination magic. Hmm. I've never worked with concentrated divination magic before, but I don't even know what what that really even looks like or means, per se. I get it in concept. Javetto looks at Genevera, who is carrying that <laughs> concentrated divination magic. Genevera looks at Javetto, takes the necklace off and hands it to him. So uh, this would go a lot easier if uh, the person who, you know, understands what the fuck magic is uh, would decide to do the speaking. But uh, she <laughs> seems a little shaken. Um, essentially, I am given to understand uh, that this right here is uh, just fucking chock full of divination magic. 
Meredith is eyeing it and Price says, like, looks at her and she sort of gives him this weird look and moves forward towards you and says, can I, can I hold it? Um, guys? He, yeah, I don't see how that could Ash, harm. Asher shrugs. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I hand it out. You see her sort of like run a hand over it and she's like examines it very closely. Uh, she lets like a little jolt of energy escape from her fingertip into the <coughs> thing. Um, and it glows brightly for a second. She turns with wide eyes back to Price. She says, I think this would be enough. I think we could do the ritual. Price says, are you sure? <laughs> Has that much power contained within it that we could even attempt the ritual? And she nods. And she turns back and she says, We have been building energy. Here. With the people. We have not wanted to hurt them. So we've been siphoning a little bit for some small rituals to try and store up energy. With this... I don't think we need to store energy at all to perform the ritual that we're trying to perform. Hey, you're not going to like use it all though, right? I don't know if that's possible. Cool. Great. That's it. Um, um, so here's, here's the conditions because it is ours. We'll let you use it for the ritual, but you got to let the people go. If, if, and then if you have to give it back this, to us. That's fine. If we can use this for the ritual, we won't need the people. Yeah. Uh, we will let you use it for the ritual once you've let the people go. Price says, well, hold on just a second. The ritual, as it's constructed, we could use this power source and we would get a the idea behind the ritual is that we, we use the divination power source and the crystals downstairs to try and locate, triangulate where the Coatl is now. We could get an okay picture of where he might be with this. Or... We could keep the people around for the ritual, use a little bit of their energy spread out over all of the failings that are here and boost the signal, get a little bit of a better picture. Um. Or, because this is the last time we would need to take any energy from them at all, we could take maybe a little more energy than we've taken in the past, enough that would make them a little tired, uh, Perhaps and really pinpoint just where this creature is. Asher is shaking his head. So, uh, hold please. And Gibetto, uh reaches out to grab the, the divination magic again. Uh, Meredith seems to like hold on to it for a second. Like she doesn't want to let it go. But she slowly moves it forward and drops it in your hand. Um, 
Can we get a quick sidebar here, guys? Sidebar. Um, I mean, and so I assume we step far enough away to to kind of huddle up and not be overheard. Sure. If the energy that they're getting is all contained in here, then there's no reason that with the apparent infinite amount of divination magic in this necklace that they shouldn't be able to just use that and pinpoint the thing. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, I was going to suggest we um, we explain that the options are use the magic within this thing and let the people go or just let the people go or we end them. I would okay. say let's, let's present the first two options first. Let's give them options one and two first. Bef- yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Let's not... Let's not make this a hostile encounter unless it needs to be, but we all should be aware that could be, you know, a super last resort. Yeah. Guys, I don't think it'll be very good if I kill Clyde's dad right now. We don't need to kill them. We can just, like, subdue them, if you will. (laughs) We don't. Like like we did the ogre? Like we did the ogre? Yeah, don't. Yeah, like we did. Do it like you did. Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> like we did in the in the arena with the the enemy combatants in the arena. Ooh, uh, now oh, I'm remembering yeah. that. That was gross. Uh, was I like, there? I just remembered the description. Do it better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but, um, but I just want to. I just wanted to make sure that uh, if pu- push comes to shove, uh, we are all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna free yeah. them, and if they try and stop us, then. We will do what's necessary. Yeah. That's what we tend to do. But we need to... I'm just worried about how hostile that road back home is going to be for these people. We can guide them back. Yeah, Yeah, it seemed a little spicier than uh, last time. Very spicy. And so, yeah, turn back around. Um, Hey, so... The two options that we are comfortable with are either you let all the people go and then use the power in the in in this to get as best to get as good a reading as you can or you let all the people go and you don't get to use this. <coughs> I I gave you options. I'm I'm comfortable with us only using the pure form of divination i was just presenting you with further options if we can bounce the signal around the people that we have that would be able especially the uh, the gnomes that are here i think we could find a way to get closer to the coatl that's all i was saying obviously the more energy we take from them the better we would be able to do it but if you don't want to do that that's fine i'm 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 a yeah, close I, enough I think is close we, enough. I think we need to. Uh, I think we need to make it their decision. If they want to be used, they can. If they want to be sent home, they should be able to do that. Very well. Uh, very well. We will use uh, some of the reserve components that we have that will not be necessary for the ritual to. Uh, open a portal back to sale. Oh. Oh. 
Perfect. That was my next concern. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and who... Yeah, it really sucks out there right now, by yeah. the way. It's a little rough. I'm aware. We've had a hard time finding supplies. Honestly, the fact that we are going to be uh, able to hopefully solve this mystery now, it's a godsend. That's why I, I know you've made your point clear, but it would be nice to be able to hopefully some of them stick around because to be able to be done with this and find the Coatl once and for all would, well, that would be a boon. Um, I have a question, and this is this is unrelated to the bargain that we are partaking in. Uh, may I um, have some uh, privacy in that sacred garden thing that I don't remember <laughs> what it was properly called? That is a gross way to <laughs> ask that question. DM, what was it? Can I have some alone time? Hey, hey, uh, Can I, I go drink off in your garden, please? <laughs> I just want to go rub one out in the woods. Real I really, quick. this has been a lot, and I just need a moment. Can I, um, can I go into the conservatory, but then don't come in? Yeah, yeah. for at least one second. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just changing. Jeez. I'm no, just wild what are you doing in here? Good, go, mom. <laughs> um, my question still stands. <laughs> May I may I have a private moment to partake in some druidic uh, uh, proclivities, rituals, proclivities, uh, rituals in uh, the secret garden thing? You, it's called. you if can. The, you see if if there's a sock hanging uh, just outside the uh, secret on, garden on a bush or something uh, like. <laughs> don't come in. Uh, you. This has been, I think enough jerk off jokes. <laughs> You are full members here. You can go to the conservatory whenever you'd like. The conservatory. That's what it was called. Thank you. Okay. You're, you're Thank welcome. you very much. <laughs> Please clean up after yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <sighs> um, <clears throat> for the rest of you, I would recommend a good night's rest. Uh, so that you can be fully prepared. The ritual, we are going to have to call on a lot of the energy that is in the cavern with the crystals. As we do, the things that are contained within may find their way out. And you will have to defend against it. Oh. Okay. This could... I don't. I don't know everything that's in there. I do. It. It. Some of the things have been trapped since before I even knew of the order, and I don't know what things we will call upon and what we will not. This could be fairly simple, or it could be spicy. It could be the hardest thing you've ever faced, and I will not know okay. until the ritual begins. Okay. So um, go get some rest, and uh, we can begin tomorrow. Okay. And when will the uh, when will the people be free? As soon as we finish this conversation, I will go and open a portal and let people know. I love you. Meredith looks at you. <laughs> I just she's jealous. I feel <laughs> you like it feels so good to do something. Um. Holy shit. 
you are all dismissed to go and do what you would do. Okay. Gibetto, before they go, can can we speak for a moment privately? Yeah. He sort of steps past the group uh, a little ways into uh, a small cavern. Motions for you oh to follow. God. Yeah, Gibetto Shank! follows. I'm part of a secret order. You're dead, yeah. fucko. Jennifer doesn't. <laughs> That's literally leave. what every NPC like, she does. She doesn't follow the bid, but she also doesn't leave. Okay. Yeah, Asher does the same. <clears throat> Kathy puts on his helm of hearing. Okay, great, perfect. So you will hear this conversation. Yeah. Yay! Great. Um, he says, "This ritual tomorrow. I think we have what we need in the members of the order to perform some of the location parts of the ritual." There is a reason we went to Seoul. Um, we need some number of gnomes to be part of the ritual. Because there is no greater concentration of fey magic than the gnomes. So, if we have to let everyone go, which is fine, I'm fine with it, uh... I'm going to need to use you and your parents as part of the ritual. I won't speak for my parents, um, but I'm in. I'm, I've spoken to them. They, they understand. Take what you need from me. I hope it won't be much. Um... And then he just, he says, he sort of turns and then turns back and says, thank you. It's important to keep your word, right? I think we might actually be able to do this. <laughs> it feels so crazy after years and years and years and years of trying to find anything about this creature to be so close to actually being able to pull something off. To actually succeeding for once. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll be ready tomorrow. I'll go open that portal. And he leaves. As their Go ahead, Asher. As their conversation seems to conclude, um, I shift my attention to Genevera and I say, Can you. You're better at knowing asking questions and <laughs> can you Jennifer help me laughs. can you help me with this ritual um i would really mean a lot to me if you help me with this ritual i can try i just feel like i'm gonna get there and i'm not gonna know what questions to ask and i feel like you typically know the questions to ask i i will do my best I okay. hope the plant sounds exactly like the magic man. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I don't know if I'm oh, your best. Magic man is the koanal fuck. But okay. Okay, and I just start walking to the conservatory, not looking back to see if she follows. <laughs> I follow. All right. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys travel to. We'll do that. Well, you guys travel to the conservatory. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, inside, you once again see sort of this cavern filled with uh, all kinds of different plants and trees. Glowing moss hanging from the ceiling uh, that gives out sort of like a blue light in the room um, and almost lights it like daylight, even though there is no daylight in here. Uh, mm -hmm. Strange flowers, strange plants that you've never seen before, massive in scale. Um, and then even just like small grasses clinging to the ground but all of it's sort of strange uh unnatural looking plants mm -hmm. um i begin the ritual to cast uh speak with plants okay how does that ritual look um that ritual looks um pretty similar to like all of the rituals asher performs uh he pulls out a um a a pouch, uh, but in this pouch, instead of like uh, sand or bone dust, it's um, a little bit of soil. Um, he takes it um, and he uh, uh, digs a tiny hole in the uh, like a little divot in the uh, the ground and places it there um, and buries it, um, and then like uh, focuses heavily on that one spot, um, imagining uh, vines extending outward into the uh, plant surrounding it. Do dance. And I do not dance. Dance? <laughs> I don't dance. You can there dance if you no want to. If I dance, the ritual ends. <laughs> I'm just saying, you can <laughs> dance if you want to. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to leave my friends behind. I like that. You did, though. You left almost all of your friends behind, except for Genevera. <laughs> Shit, you're right. You left all your friends behind. <laughs> uh... And I focus in a way that I hope allows Genevera to also take part in speaking with plants, but I don't know if that's going to work. <clears throat> so the wind starts to blow through here. You hear like a... So the wind is dancing. Yes. It's dancing around you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who am I speaking to? And the sound, as they speak, like it starts to become more and more coherent to you. Mm -hmm. You are speaking to the spirits of this grove. Oh, Deep that's interesting. That's... Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm like trying to relay a lot of this information to Genevera because I don't know if she can hear it. Can I hear it? You do not. You just see him like staring at some plants that are wagging. Like just like sort of just... Yeah swaying um I, I i'm speaking with the spirits of the grove and if i remember this is the grove that someone of importance spoke with the coatl i'm sure my memory is fuzzy this is a grove of the fey of the olden days long since past we have only been here a short time but our fathers and our fathers fathers and our father's fathers came before us for many, many hundreds of hundreds of generations. For thousands of years, we have held this grove. And what, why is this grove here? What purpose does this grove serve? This grove is the last hold of elven of fey magic in this place. <laughs> it is... It was brought here by the fey from their world. 
they brought their magic with them and planted it here. And this is that magic. I relay some of this info to Genevera. Ask if we can harness some of it. Like if is we can get like a pe- like we have the divination and the, mm-hmm. you know. That's a good. Qu- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, this magic of the Fey, is this usable by us? Is this something we we are performing a very important ritual very soon? Would we be able to use some of this? magic for this ritual or for other purposes little of our magic remains it sustains us and little else this grove has memories it has been here a long time and it is that length of purpose that sustains us we could let it go and it may give you some power but it would not be much understood and I say, I basically look at Genevieve and say, there's not much magic left here except memories. Do they know where the coatl is? That's a good question. Uh, spirits of the Grove, do you know where the coatl is? We have not seen the, the child of the Fae in many, child of the Fae. many thousands of years. The coatl once made its home here. But no longer. What is the purpose of the Coatl? Do you know why the Forbidden Dawn and why the Coatl has any significance? What is the Coatl's purpose? The Coatl's purpose is to reopen the gate of the Fey Realm. Reopen the gate of the Fey Realm? I say out loud. It that is the purpose that it was given to it by its creator the the fey realm that's been the the fey that left and left the sylvan that fey uh i'm just like processing things out loud um Um, ask them if they know about the shadows the shat like the shadow lord you mean no like the the shadows shadows. like the shadow realm like how we're (laughs) The, the corruption, the shadows. Right, right, right. Um, uh, spirits of the, the grove, um, what do you know of the shadows that have corrupted the realm and have spread through the realm and uh, made prior home uh, in many parts of the realm? Long ago, before the Fae took their leave, the shadows bled into this land. The Fae made it their purpose to repel that darkness. There, they felt that they were successful, but there was more to do. It is why they left this place. It is why they left the Coatl to bring them back. So the Coatl is going to bring them back when the shadow becomes stronger or when the shadow is to be eliminated? When their job is done, the Kawato will bring them back. The shadow should never be again. And if they succeed in their purpose beyond this place, the Kawato will bring them back. 
um, is the Forbidden Dawn's purpose to find the Coatl misguided? It is misguided in that the Coatl does not want to be found. But if their purpose is to bring back the Fae, that is a noble purpose. I continue to relay a lot of this info to Genevera. Um, what of the Sylvan? Who, how many Sylvan remain other than myself? There should be no Sylvan left on this plane. Well, I am of Sylvan. Yes, you are. Genevera says, shh, don't tell them that. They might try to kill you like that other dick did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't relay that to the plants. We gotta go get Asher back again. <laughs> Ghost 2. Dead Asher. This time it's personal. Um, I guess last time it was personal too, though. <laughs> Not really. It's it like was. Kind of just it was all- <laughs> impersonal on my part. So, uh, Anthony, remind me of what memory I have left because I threw away some of it. Um, I remember my sister. Yep. I don't remember my parents' face, and I remember parts of them charging into the city underneath the desert. Right? Yes, and you remember uh, the Sylvan. Um, so you remember being sent away with the other Sylvan to the Tezcatlipoca. Right. Who, right. Dro- who dropped you in bright light? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, what. The Tezcatlipoca, I serve them. What is their... Why did they send away the Sylvan? Do it, Is this a thing I already know? I feel like I do. I ask it anyways. <laughs> we are not sure of the motives of the Tezcatlipoca. We have not seen them in our grove since before the Fae left. Hmm. What they did after the Fae have gone... We cannot see. We only survive. Hmm. Ask them how we can help fight the shadows. How can we help the Fae fight the shadows? Yeah. How can we help the Fae fight the shadows? I say exactly. If the shadows have returned, then you need the Fae. Find them. Open the gate. So, finding the Kawada will help us find the Fae. Yes. Okay. Um, I think I think that's all the questions I have. Um, uh, do you have anything else, Genevieve? Mm, no. What's photosynthesis uh, taste like? Do they have like advice on talking <laughs> to boys? What? <laughs> I like look back at her and like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> um. Uh, spirits of the grove. I. I um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna really. I'm gonna really question. like really deep question. Tough one. Um, spirits of the grove. Thank you for this meeting. I. Um, uh. Uh. This place is sacred, and um. I shall keep it as long as it wishes to be kept. It wishes to be kept forever as a testament 
to the fae. And I, um, I bow my head and I focus on that little bit of soil and I end the ritual. Genevera says, thanks, trees. They're done. <laughs> the wind blows. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to do. Okay. <laughs> I think we got some good stuff. Okay. So you guys take a long rest. Mike, did you have something that you wanted to you seemed like you were going to say something before? Uh Oh, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to um like on our way back to take our long rest i just wanted to meet up with aiden real quick okay yeah you traveled down uh into the um sort of the quarters area uh where everyone is uh, has been living and already you see that to his word price has opened a conjuration portal that is linked to just outside sale and you can uh there's already a line <coughs> of people uh, getting ready to leave. Um, and Aiden and her uh, child and her husband are standing in the line. Hey! Uh, Jimeno kind of like nervously <laughs> wa- <laughs> nervously walks up. Uh, like, what? he's Beautiful. half excited and half really embarrassed that it took so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's been like five months their time, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, hey, um, Aiden, I know it's been a long time for you guys, uh, but this is literally as soon as I could get here. Well, thanks for that, I guess. Um. Hey, how you doing? I'm uh, Javetto Funkin. Once you stumble, knuckle yeah, shivers at she your mentioned service. You. Yee. Uh, he withdraws the like extended hand. You'll have that to for- put out. To- You'll have to forgive me if uh, I don't want to introduce myself to a member of this organization. Oh uh, yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Um. When I have time, I'd like to sit down and get a couple of drinks and talk about what happened. Uh, it's not going to be now, and it's not going to be anytime soon. Uh, but if everything works out and I'm still alive, uh, I'd love to meet up again in sale sometime. She, and she turns and walks away. Okay. Yeah, they she they just stare as you leave. That's fine. Um you but you see people as you sort of walk back through uh this line of people that are leaving, um you have never seen this place uh with sort of this level of anticipation of excitement sort of uh, just reading off people's faces you can feel it in the air um you can tell a lot of people are suspicious uh they don't necessarily believe that uh price would just come down and open a portal and let them leave uh sure but uh but they're in line anyway <laughs> <laughs> boy we've seen this before 
Fucking lines and hidden purposes. Everybody in this goddamn world. <laughs> yeah, Gibetto's gonna go to the hidden purposes. Uh, hidden purposes. <laughs> Gibetto's gonna go to the coffee shop uh, and make himself one last cup. Uh, I imagine the the barista has already left. You know what I mean? Uh, he's gonna eat the day old scones. He'll leave the fresh ones. Uh, it'll be fine. Uh, sure. The halfling of with uh, at the little food tent has just like <laughs> completely abandoned it. He's moved on. And so there yeah. is a free for the taking, a lot of food that Gillick has already raided. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> yeah, so when Javetta walks in and finds Gillick, he's like, crazy in here, huh? He's found an excellent you watch Yeah, Javetta bites into a hunk of bread, too. He's like, awesome. <laughs> We're right, like, all in people. I'm not happy to leave. You know what I mean? They're just... Yeah, I'm trying try to just finish off the stuff. It's just... Uh. <coughs> hey, you right. know, <clears throat> yeah. thank you for having this talk with me, Gillick. It means a lot. I appreciate it. It's, you know, maybe, you know... Gibetto hugs just, him and then leaves. Need to talk more. <laughs> um, he... <laughs> Later on, you notice that there's like a, a handprint on your back from like flour and, and maybe some sort of sauce <laughs> where he was hugging you. Um, okay. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I also want to sync up real quick with Asher. If, okay, yeah. If we've got time. After you see Asher and Genevera come back from the uh, conservatory, um, and you have an opportunity to sort of pull him aside. Asher looks like wildly peaceful because he just like talked with like a very uh, cool thing. He did a cool thing. He, he looks, feels great. He looks wildly yeah. peaceful after his alone time with Genevera in the conservatory. He has this glow about him. Um, it's very natural. <laughs> hey, dude. Um, hello. You. You need a like a drink of water or something? You look a little. Oh no! What? No! I. <laughs> Jeez Louise! Yeah, you just look a little. I don't know. You like. We different. talked to. Uh, I I went and performed a ritual and talked to that grove and actually talked to the spirits that in talked to or encountered the coatl. It was kind of uh, incredible. Oh, wild! Hey, um, did they? Did you ask if we're like doing the right thing at all? It's, Kinda. Uh, they they said that uh, effectively the Coatl is here to bring back the Fey, and the Fey are gonna come back to fight the Shadow. Oh hell yeah! So I guess they're doing yes? the right thing. Yeah. yeah, dude. It was nice to hear. It was nice right? to hear. That sounds great. Hey, that that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. I know. I know we had, like, a thing in hell or whatever. Um, the underworld, death. I guess it's not hell, right? Because you don't go to fucking heaven. Surprise. Um, like, I wanted to apologize for yelling at you because I know what it's like to want to get something done. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Thank you. On the plus side, 
it sounds like we're going to get something done and it's the right thing to do. I, you know, we've been adventuring for how long? Uh, What year is it in game? (laughs) Boy. Like six six months that we've been adventuring. We've been adventuring for so long. This feels too good to be true and I'm skeptical, but I want to be optimistic because I just cheated death. And and I don't even know what I'm doing anymore, but it feels like I'm doing something right. So I'm just going with it. Yeah, what if we just lean into it, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's lean into this right feeling and see what happens. But I'm skeptical because everything that's felt correct has exploded in our face. Oh, speaking of which, tomorrow I might die. And if Wha- I do... Get everyone away from me before it happens. Why? Why are you going to die? Oh, Price and, Harp, Price and Meredith said that they, like, need failings, and Gebetto, like, raises his hand and waves, uh, to do this ritual, and uh, they might take as much of me as I'm willing to give, and so I said to take all of it, because I drank that potion. Worst case scenario... I'll die and then explode and come back to life. So, any shrugs? Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I can heal you before that happens, maybe. It's, that's the thing I do. I just, I mean, I don't know how it's going to work, right? Like, if it just keeps taking and taking and taking, and then all of a sudden I'm dead. Um, I... Who knows? I just want you to be a heads up player tomorrow that uh if i if i drop uh, yeah i'm 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 a bomb. i have one i you made me drink one of those so i understand right. <laughs> yeah explodey uh, fiery you me times. and kath walking time bombs that is weird that that's us huh <laughs> oh. kind of well, cool though yeah hey um what are you hoping happens tomorrow I am literally hoping that uh, we find where the coaddle is. It's someplace close, uh, maybe with a beach, and uh, we can get there in an afternoon. Uh, we go get the coaddle. We bring the Fae back into the world. They solve all our problems for us, and then we go back to running the company and giving Clyde a bunch of shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's what I wanted, but that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good, right? It sounds like a great time. That's exactly what Gebetto is going to bed dreaming. It's a long ass dream. <laughs>